0: Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is November 1st, um, 2021. So I have a lot of different ideas of what I want to talk about today, um, but not to break from tradition. I didn't take any notes because I really like this to be improvised um, and sometimes even I'm surprised about what I talk about. So um, I guess like the first thing is that I I'm feeling a lot more free these days. Um, I've been doing a lot of like I guess social experimenting or um, kind of domestic science um, on myself and my life recently really letting myself um, be a bit of a wild woman. Uh, and in that, um, that meant letting myself smoke weed again, it meant letting myself, um, drink alcohol when I wanted to, stay up late if I wanted to, sleep in if I wanted to, really just you know, pushing the boundaries of the healthy lifestyle. Oh, eating sugar was another one that I was letting myself do. I'm, I'm still probably letting myself do some of these things, but um, yesterday. Um, on this really great hike that I took with Thomas yesterday, Halloween, um, we took a hike, it ended up being a lot longer than we, um, maybe would have signed up for if we had known exactly how long it would be, but we made it, I think it was maybe three miles. Um, our record is usually somewhere in two miles, so it was a bit longer than normal. Um, didn't stop us from doing the next door park, which is a mile loop again later in the evening. So definitely feel like I'm stronger than I necessarily give myself credit for. Um, But on that walk, you know, we just got to have a lot of really good talks about how, um, you know, it's been fun, you know, uh, smoking weed, drinking, staying up late, like I said, like all these things. Um, But it's not, it doesn't feel very fulfilling. It's fun, but not very satisfying. And so um, I'm going to try for the month of November to um, refocus onto my um, healthcare, onto my healthy activities to um, cut back, if not fully eliminate um, cannabis and alcohol for at least the month And, you know, really, I'm going to try other ways to take breaks, to relax, to relieve stress and tension, um, to format my, my days. Um, it's almost, um, daylight savings and it's going to be getting dark here around five. Um, and so maybe going to bed earlier and, um, maybe even being able to wake up earlier. Maybe that means more time cuddling in the morning. I just, I really love trying out different things to see how it actually feels. Like if I feel so inclined to um, eat certain things, especially because I have a history of under eating, I really in the last six months um, spent a lot more time just trying to go all in. And if I, if it sounds good, I'm going to eat it. I have a lot of different food restrictions. Um, I, I can't, I, I seem to have negative symptoms when I have gluten, dairy, nightshades, um, soy, and too much corn and a few, you know, a few other bits and pieces. Um, I try and eat low omega six and get um, even therapeutic amounts of omega three every day. So I already have a lot of restrictions. Um, I'm also disabled. Um, I have different chronic illnesses, including chronic fatigue, and um, also multiple chemical sensitivities um fibromyalgia if I get too stressed. so there's already a lot of limits on my life and um, also a lot of things that I'm not so interested in doing um, That's another kind of theme that came up yesterday is that um, Thomas and I really enjoy um, day trips, road trips, driving, hiking. Uh, but just for the day, we're not really big fans of camping. For example, um, we were homeless for a summer once and spent, you know, three or four months living in a tent in people's backyards. Um, and for the last month or so of that, we were had a tent in the side of an abandoned barn. So um, the romance. Of camping is pretty lost on us. Um, but we do like hiking and we love eating good food. Um we love um, you know, doing healthy activities. We love attending classes, and I I really love um, being coached. I like going to therapy, I like paying people to do different healing modalities with me. Um and uh, getting out in nature photography, watching CrossFit. Um, there's just, I have the things that I really like. My, my point being is that um, I'm going to be 31 soon. I feel like I've already lived a pretty full life with a lot of adventures and trauma and people. Um, and so now it just, it feels like and you know, I've lived in this apartment for six months. This is the first apartment. Um, this is the first home. Um, you know, I don't really count the tenting, um, This is the first home that Thomas and I have shared, just us, that we pay for, that it's just ours. We're not sharing it with anyone else. We don't need any help um, that we've had uh, since we got married. We got married in 2015. It's 2021. This is the first time we've lived together, just us um, managing our own uh, domestic and financial needs. So I'm really loving this and I'm pretty content here. Um, But all of this is basically to say that I feel like I've been running towards something for a really long time. Um, You know, whether it was like trying to figure out what college to go to and what major to get and if I wanted to run a business and what kind of business and I did my first organization and then I got sick and what do I want to do with everything I've learned since being a chronically ill person and healing Thomas and, you know, all these things and all these questions and it finally feels like I have some answers Um, tomorrow, um, Thomas and I, I, um, will be teaching week two of starting your shadow work practice. It's a four week program, um, where we essentially help people like assess like where they're currently at, help them kind of connect with themselves and check in with, um, what are their blocks around shadow work and recovery? Um, but why are they going to do it anyway? Um, what is it that they're working to tend um, and heal and recover from? Um, explore what their options are for recovery, and then ultimately um, commit to certain practices um, or um, and healthy activities, habits um, to make up you know their their plan for how they're going to recover. Um, and today this morning I was working on week three, which is exploring your, recovery options and doing a bunch of research into different healthy um, practices. So I was focusing predominantly on yin yoga, breath work, um, somatic um, healing experiences, um, mostly by Peter Levine, but also bringing in some other wisdom there. And then um, I can't remember the fourth one, right now but it'll come back to me later but anyway i i I was really enjoying doing this research and it's just something clicked where i realized that i love health and wellness i love learning more about um the both you know, scientific, physical practices, um, but also like this more spiritual and mental practices and all these different habits and techniques that are practiced all over the world over long periods of time. My um, academic history is um, as an applied anthropologist, so I really do love studying different cultures and history. Um, mostly I study modern um cultural trends, um, but also have um, a lot of experience in history, economics, um, and political science. So bringing all of that in, um, I'm starting to find things that I really like. And when I was younger, I felt like I was afraid to close doors. Like if I chose one thing, I wasn't choosing another thing. And um, I think part of that is that I'm, I'm fairly naturally polyamorous um, not practicing at the moment, but it just is, um, who I am and part of, um, what makes me, me. And I think, um, with that, I can just see a lot of, um, opportunities to love and experience and share and, um, explore, you know, lots of different kinds of relationships, lots of learning opportunities, and that's just kind of how I see it. Um, but, over the last, like, couple of days, if not the last, like, month or so, really starting to fully commit to the now, um, living each day, uh, feeling really healthy and happy, wanting to feel that holistically and regularly, letting myself be fully happy and healthy, uh, not being nervous that another shoe's going to drop or the other shoe's going to drop and I'm going to lose it or, you know, there's just been a lot of um, parts. Uh, Not necessarily negative self-talk. I I really um, tackled my negative self-talk years ago um, to the point where now I I have a very good inner dialogue with myself most of the time. Um, Sometimes I still struggle, but most of the time, nine times out of 10, if not more, I am speaking to myself in a way that I'm really proud of. So that that was hard work and I did that, but still negative and um, pessimistic, I guess, about uh, my future and what is possible. And a couple hard conversations with Thomas over the weekend where I just, I really need us, I need for myself, but I also need for him as, you know, my life partner, but also as my business partner, to kind of transition into focusing on getting things right, the things that we've already committed to, the people that we've already met, the relationships we've already formed, the clients he already has, um, just working on that instead of where we've been for the last eight years, which is constant exploration and um, expanding, uh, trial and error. research, like what could we do next? What's possible? Who's out there? What could we find? What do we need? How are we going to get our needs met? How are we going to live this? You know, coming from that time where we were unhoused, um, and by the time we, um, ended up moving in with my grandparents, um, and then Thomas getting his first, um, gig. Like it wasn't even a job. It was just like working security for a, um, a music festival for the weekend. Um, which she had to pay for parking to work at. So when we got to my grandparents' house, we had $70 total. And then um, like two or three days working the festival and having to park downtown Seattle. At some point in there, we had seventeen dollars before he got paid, like maybe two hundred bucks for working security for that festival. So, like, we went from like seventeen to two hundred and built our way up. Um, Thomas working, I was too ill to hold down a job um, to the point we are now, where we have our own apartment and a um, you know car that we is reliable. Um, that wasn't always the case, and we have some savings in the bank and clothes that fit and a little bit of art on the walls, food in the fridge, you know, feeling as stable, as fortunate um, as I've ever felt in my entire life. I feel like it's it's fine to take a break from, oh, maybe I could do this because it might lead to another opportunity or maybe I should keep on to these contacts because I don't know what's going to happen next to a place where I, I think I do know what's going to happen next and I think I do know what I like and some of that's a bit of settling in, um, to my life now and feeling content. Um, there's, I still want things. There's still growth. There's still learning. Um, Thomas is still working for, um, an agency, um, outside of sapient living. We make maybe a fifth of what we would need to make through sapient living to, for him to quit that job. I'm also feeling strong enough now to work. So it'd be really cool if I started making an income. Um, I haven't been able to make an income since I graduated from college in 2013. So, um, I've had little jobs here and there, but, um, I was a maid and I was a assistant, a virtual assistant for a second and, um, even helped with like different Projects of other people's over time. But in terms of like actually having a job and making income, um, it wasn't since I was the president's events assistant and the house manager at Western that I actually like have had a job. So that was, um, goodness, eight, nine years ago, something like that. And so um, I feel like now that I'm maybe working towards very realistic short-term goals and not concerning myself so much about what's going to happen much later and not, um, being super concerned about, you know, where am I going to get to or my legacy or anything like that. Just really enjoying now and trying to make the most of it. Um, I feel settled. I feel settled in, I feel present. And I, I know that this, um, episode was, a little all over the place, but for the most part, I think I've made my point that um, things have changed. Um, I am not so, how do I say this? I'm not all over the place anymore. I also feel like I've done enough of my own shadow work um, to, you know, not need to be taken care of as much, you know, not fulfill those um, unmet child needs of being taken care of. Um, I finally feel like I, like emotionally feel like it's okay for me to regain my health or, you know, I really should say get healthy for the first time in my life because I've never been particularly mentally or physically healthy ever, not ever. Um, And I feel like it's all okay. There's not a lot of danger. And I used to think there was a lot of danger in um, closing doors, cutting ties, pouring into just what I actually choose to be a part of, um, and settling into a life that's, um, personally fulfilling, but maybe not everyone's cup of tea. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, it's a little bit longer episode than normal, but I had a lot of thoughts on my heart and, um, yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening if you did and I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much.